It's time again for the Mortgage Minute with Doug Krause, brought to you by Financial Residency. Doug has been a mortgage lender for over 20 years and specializes in physician loans. He is with BMO Bank and wrote a book called The Hippocratic House to educate physicians on home loans. You can request your free copy at DougKrause.com. You can call or text Doug anytime at 816-728-3631 or email him at doug.kraus at bmo.com. Now, get ready for today's episode of the Mortgage Minute. Welcome back to the Mortgage Minute. I'm your host, Doug Kraus. You can reach me at dougkraus.com. You can always call me at 816-728-3631. Or my 862 Doctor of Loans, which is 862-375-6267. And you can reach me at doug.kraus at bmo.com. Hey, today I want to talk about terminology. So specifically escrow, what is it and how does it work? So a lot of different meanings for that term and East and West Coast treat it a little different whenever you're talking about impound accounts. A lot of the central part of the country, when you hear the word escrow, we're always referring to setting up taxes and insurance as part of your payment and monthly paying extra over and above your principal and interest to go into your escrow account. Whereas many other places use the term more so for taking a property off the market and going into contract, call that going into escrow. So the latter, well, I should say the the first being something that you sometimes have a choice on, sometimes you don't. In California, and I can't speak of all states, but California, if you're 10% down or more, then it's state law that a lender can't charge you a fee and has to let you waive escrow. And by that, that means that they have to allow you to pay your taxes and insurance on your own, as opposed to paying them on a monthly basis to accumulate towards the next year when they come due. So it's the lender's best interest that you have an escrow account because it ensures to them that the taxes and insurance are paid if there's a professional third-party servicer. Maybe the lender does it themselves, but when we collect the taxes and insurance into the uh, impound or an escrow account and then pay the bills for you, then we're sure that the bills got paid as opposed to if we allow the borrower to pay them on their own, if the insurance lapses and the house burns down, then the insurance may not cover. The same would be true for taxes. If taxes don't get paid, you could actually pay your mortgage on time, but not pay your taxes and you know, the county or can file a tax lien and ultimately foreclose on your property for delinquent taxes. So that's why most lenders prefer to have an escrow account. Again, California with 10% down, can't force you to have it, can't charge you to waive it. Most other circumstances, you pay a quarter point escrow waiver fee. And in my opinion, as much as I prefer not to escrow, I prefer more not to waste money. And in my opinion, you're looking at pennies in terms of how much you're going to give up in interest of the money 
for instance, I, I get asked multiple times, well, does the in, in escrow account pay interest? Almost never. But if you think about it, if you have, let's say over the course of the year, you start off with two months and you end up with 14 months, then you're going to have an average of seven or eight months throughout the year in that account. If that's, I don't know, $5,000, $10,000, whatever that number is, times the interest that you could have gotten out of the money market or a high yield savings account, that's going to take a long time to offset that versus paying a quarter point fee. I mean, if you have an $800,000 loan, a quarter point fee is $2,000. So think about how long it would take to accumulate $2,000, even if you had a escrow balance with an average throughout the year of $30,000. I mean, at $30,000 at 5%, if that was your average, that means you have $60,000 of the taxes and insurance. And I definitely have houses, especially in Texas, that have that much. But even at $60,000 at 5%, you're not really getting it on 60. I guess you're getting it on 30. But my point being, just not sure if we're paying it because then the next time you want to refinance and get a new loan, you want to waive your escrow, you're paying that same fee again. So I just don't see it being worth it to pay that much money just so you don't have to pay on a monthly basis your taxes and insurance. So again, the banks want it. Borrowers ideally don't want it. Although I will say a fair number of borrowers I talk to do want an escrow account because they just don't want to be bothered with it. They either feel like they won't be disciplined enough to save for it or, you know, they just don't want it. It always comes up around the holidays. So not everybody wants to have another bill that they all of a sudden didn't really plan well for come up the same time as holidays. So the problem with escrow accounts are they're ever changing. And that's the reason I personally don't like them. But again, not if I have to pay to get rid of it. And what I mean by changing is over time, if you have a fixed rate mortgage, your payment isn't going to change on the principal and interest reduction. However, the mortgage is also made up of, I mean, your mortgage payment rather is also made up of the taxes and insurance. And over time, taxes, again, outside of California, tend to go up and insurance almost definitely goes up quite a bit in the last few years. But as that happens, then the lender doesn't really find out about the new higher bill until it comes due. And then maybe they don't have enough money in the escrow account. And now you have an escrow shortage. And that becomes a less than ideal situation when they either ask you to write a check to make it whole, which most people don't do, or the lender's just going to go ahead and pay it. And then you've got an escrow shortfall. Now, whatever your shortfall was, they adjust for next year. So it doesn't happen again, but they also have to adjust accordingly for whatever they paid out of pocket this year for you to make it whole. So if you give you an example, if you had a $12,000 worth of bills for the year, and the lender only had $10,000 collected for the year to go towards that payment. 
they're not going to raise your monthly by $2,000 divided by 12. They're going to raise it 4,000 divided by 12 for the first year because they're going to have to raise it two for every year moving forward. They also take the shortfall and divide it out over 12 months. So that becomes an annoyance too. So again, another example of a problem that escrow can create is new construction. Undoubtedly, more times than not, new construction, the taxes are based off of unsubstantiated value of the property. Therefore, it's usually off of the dirt or lot valuation. And at some point, the assessor comes out and raises the value and in turn raises the actual tax bill that's going to come due. But the lender doesn't find out about that until after the bill's already come out and we've collected five, six, seven, maybe 12 payments at the lower rate only to find out, hey, the tax bill is really much higher. So that can be problematic too. And I just always tell everybody when you're buying new construction, hey, your payment might be this for now, but you should save and put money aside, assuming your tax bill is going to be something that's more in line with what everybody expects it to be. So that's kind of the topic I wanted to talk about this week. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening.